Welcome to the Corporate Caffeine Podcast. Today's episode is actually a recording from one of my recent live streams. I do these every Wednesday at 12.30 Central on Facebook and on LinkedIn. I'd love for you to join me there. Just a warning though, these are a little weirder and a lot more personal. So I hope you enjoy and let's go ahead and dive right in. Hey, you guys, hope everything is going good. Happy Wednesday, Dacia here, and that means it is corporate caffeine time where I go live most Wednesdays. Now, slightly different background for those of you guys who follow me. I am in the ATL, the Dirty South, y'all, for a speaking engagement this week. Super exciting. And this is my hometown, so I'm in my old stomping ground, so double whammy, lots and lots of fun. Um, so today i'm just gonna go ahead and dive right in it we i and we i'm gonna bring my friends my husband some other peers mentors all sorts of people on over the coming weeks and months because one of the topics that i am deciding that we're gonna jump straight into the deep end on is talking about the recession whether you think it's here already or whether you think it's coming um, or whether you think it's never coming I think it's important to be talking about the reality of things. And one of the core messages I have for this podcast and this live stream and my, my book, Corporate Caffeine, and everything we do in our business is about empowerment and about driving proactive change and being in the driver's seat and seeing and envisioning a future that you intentionally go towards. I am not a believer in reacting to the change. Do we have to react to change sometimes? Of course we do, because change is simply a way of life. And there's always going to be things that change. But here's the weird thing that none of us actually want to admit, myself included. So I'm looking in the mirror, you guys. We usually know when change is coming. We might not know exactly when, but we do know it is coming. So yes, every so often there is a pandemic or some other just crazy, you know, curveball thrown at us and we did not see that coming. However, for the vast majority of other changes in our lives, we know it's coming at least someday and it's not acceptable to constantly constantly be caught off guard. Now, from a business standpoint, whether you're talking about um competitive threats or industry disruptions or new technology you don't have to like the change you don't have to be you know ethically you know two thumbs up on the change but if it's coming you have to decide that you're going to get firmly anchored and planted in what you believe what you know the future that you envision and you've got to start thinking about how are you going to navigate and mitigate that now it goes for the same the same exact thing on the personal side um it's the exact same principles whether you're talking organizational or individual navigation navigating change and driving to a bright and healthy future so 
we are going to be talking a lot about this. I'm going to bring in a whole bunch of specialists, um, financial, you know, people, mindset guys. Um, you know, my husband and I are going to share. He's right here. You just can't see. But we, my husband and I are going to be really honest about what we're thinking, what we're planning, you know, how we view this from a small business um, standpoint, as well as a strategic standpoint, what we do uh, for our clients. And so really excited about this now. And then. I want to tell you a little bit more. So I've got some stuff that I'm going to share with you today. So we are actually going to get into the actionable piece. But in addition, so before I do that, I want to also let you guys know what you can expect. So we're going to be tackling two sides of the coin. So one side of the coin is the actual tactical planning, strategic things that you can do. And so pretty business focused, although Hopefully by now you've realized that you can typically extrapolate business principles back into your own success journey. And it's because that's always the goal is to make sure that we're impacting both sides. But also we are going to talk about the personal side. We're going to talk about what it feels like and what kind of discipline, what kind of mindset you need to have in order to, again, be in the driver's seat emotionally mentally, spiritually, so that you do not disrupt or sabotage your own success because Lord, I have been there by focusing on the wrong things before. And that starts from an emotional response to things versus creating a situation where I can have clear sight and have a more trustworthy point of view and more clearly see what the truth of any given situation really is. So we're gonna be talking about being your own change instead of reacting to change. And we're gonna be talking about the same, the two sides. So to dive into that a little bit, you know, a long time ago, actually my very first published article in a magazine um, was about the train wreck experience that I had when my husband decided to try to teach me um, mountain biking. He is extremely aggressive rider and he really prefers the activity over the teaching of the activity. And also he's a learn by doing kind of a guy. Um, so if you can imagine it's a little challenging to learn from somebody like that, but there were a couple principles that I learned from that experience. Now, spoiler alert, because you probably won't ever find that hidden article unless I republished it somewhere. But I mean, I had a burst blood vessel in my eye. I had bruises everywhere. I wrecked. I mean, I hit so many trees. I didn't even know it was possible. It was absolutely an insane day, but I was able, and I did go again. It's so insane anyways, but I was able to get a couple of lessons, not just about mountain biking, but about life. And I've seen these certain lessons show up in multiple places. And one of them that he said to me is never look straight down at where you're riding. Never look at the rocks or the roots or the hills or anything that's right in front of your tire. You have to keep your eyes out in front where you're going. Now, and that's how you avoid crashing. It's how you avoid stress. It's how you maintain momentum and how you get better because you've got to trust in that and have a confident demeanor because you're looking at where you're going, not focusing on the problems right in front of you and the possible dangers right in front of you. Now, interestingly enough, um, you guys might know I'm a yogi also, and you hear this a lot in yoga as well. So it doesn't matter whether you're flexi-bendy or not at all. 
really great yoga instructors will explain that wherever your eyes go, your body follows. And so that's really, really important because if you're trying to stretch out and do something tall and bold, um, your eyes should be up. But if you have your head down, it will completely, which means your eyes are down, it will completely change your ability to find that posture, to stretch what you need to stretch, to explore what you need to explore. And so that happens. Um, think back to when you were 15 and you were learning to drive a car. What was one of the first things your dad said? Do not look right in front of you. You have to keep your eyes out. And this principle is so fundamental when we say it out loud, but it is absolutely critical to constantly be thinking, where do we want to go? Where are we headed? What do we see out in front of us? Not just right here, because where your eyes go, meaning where your attention goes, where your focus goes, where your words go, right? That's where everything else follows. So if I focus on the rock or the stump or the whatever right in front of me, bam, I'm going to go straight there because it was what I was focused on. And this is, a, this is true for success in career, in business, in growing your revenue, but it's also true, you guys, for relationships, right? So for instance, you know, if I'm thinking about where Kyle and I want to head someday and what we want to achieve together and the kind of bold, exciting, passionate, you know, on the same page kind of marriage that I want and that I want to participate in, that I want to contribute to that, guess what I'm going to be bringing to the table? The type of behaviors that draw him into that and create that vision for us, right? But if I'm thinking, you didn't do the dishes this morning, or you were super critical of me, or you didn't tell me you liked my hair, or good God, who knows what random thing might pop into my head. If that's what I'm focused on, bam, guess what I'm gonna run straight into? An argument, a crisis, a feeling of not being appreciated, and a diminishing of the future that we could possibly have because I just want to squirm in, you know, wallow in the things that do not drive to a powerful, bold, and exciting marriage. And that is true about everything. If you are constantly thinking from a recession or a money standpoint, this is gonna kill everything that we have, it's gonna drain all of our money, we're not ready for this, I'm gonna lose my job, we're gonna lose all of our customers, our competitors are gonna come in, bam! What do you think you're gonna run into? Because you are gonna run straight to those problems instead of ideating and problem solving around how do we get to the bold, exciting future that can be ours if we are committed to that. So this is incredibly important. Guys, it's what are you focusing on? What are you looking at in the most literal and metaphorical way? Because that is absolutely what you are going to actualize. And so then thinking a little bit on that, it also then drives your mental health and your emotional health and spiritual upheaval or spiritual anchoredness, right? So there's the mind, body, heart connection all wrapped up because we are we are whole, we are one. And so you've got to be focusing on, so whatever you focus on, the emotion of that focus will descend on you, right? So whether I'm talking about Kyle or whether I'm talking about worries about business, what kind of mindset do I have in that? If I'm thinking about problems, heavy, weight of the world on me, 
over and over. And it is very difficult to get into your A game, to get into innovation, to get into optimism, to get into movement. Those are those, those are the kind of thinking that brings the emotion that makes you go, I just want to get back in bed. I don't want to do this. Right. And that attitude didn't ever get anybody anywhere, but it's self-fulfilling because it's what you're paying attention to. And on the opposite side, you know, you're around those crazy optimists that are constantly, constantly thinking about the future. Like as an example, it doesn't matter what you think about Elon Musk, whether you love him or hate him. What is he constantly focusing on? The possibility of the future, a vision of the future, something exciting. He's constantly driving forward. And if you study any successful people, you will see this relentless focus on what's possible, what the vision, the positive vision that they have in their head. And then guess what? They naturally think and feel ways and emotions that will drive towards that positive future. And so this is absolutely critical. So going to be bringing some of that up, you know, in future weeks, but hopefully that gets you thinking, what am I looking at? What am I focusing on? And guys, if you only have five minutes this week to just carve out a space for you, I want you to think about two different questions. Number one, what do you want? What is a bold, exciting, and invigorating future that you can envision? Write it down. Feel the excitement of what if everything went right, what is that possible? And then the second question is what are you focusing on right now? Acknowledge what you've been obsessing on and think about all of the different areas of your life. Think about your business. Think about team, think about friends, think about your family, think about your health, think about all of the different components that make up a full life. And what are you focusing on in those areas? Because that is the reality that you are driving towards. And so take control over it. Don't judge yourself. Don't go, oh my gosh, I suck. Obviously, that's the exact opposite thing I'm trying to get you to think about. But if you don't acknowledge where you're at, you cannot veer onto another path away from it because you're sitting in a blind spot. And so you just want to really make sure that you are self-aware around what kind of current reality that you are creating and agreeing to and making sure that you do not lose focus of the kind of world, the kind of vision, the kind of life, the kind of emotional, mental, and physical health that you want, relational health, and then driving towards that because you're living inside of that reality in today, in today, because it's what you believe. Um, there is a phrase that, you know, people hear a lot in business um, and engineering. And, you know, basically I'm going to butcher it, but basically it says, you know, whatever you can measure, you can manage. And, you know, once you put numbers behind it, people start fixating on those numbers and then you can optimize those numbers or remedy them. And that is good. But the one other thing that I want to remind you, like a truth, that is deeper in that connection is that whatever you measure, you magnify, you magnify. So if you have a scorecard for a person and that person is found being lacking, right? A person on your team, a spouse, a friend, whatever. And that scorecard is, um, you know, they do this wrong, they do this wrong, they do this wrong, they do this wrong. You're magnifying that in regards to your attention. Now, Sometimes that might be appropriate, right? Maybe that is telling you the truth of the situation, but often you guys, it's just where you're focusing so that you're not seeing 
the totality of any given situation. And so you just have to be aware that whatever you choose to measure, you magnify. And that's why being very thoughtful about what are you measuring? Where is your focus going to be? That's critical because I cannot count how many times in business and my personal life where I didn't do the healthy thinking on the front end around what am I measuring and why and where is that number or where is that scorecard going to get me? And without that question, then I just fumble around in the same thing over and over and over. And so this is really, really important when it comes to growth, um, personal growth, as well as business growth, because you have to have a very clear ability to go, are we measuring the right things? Are we fixated on the right things? And then do all of our decisions roll out from that? Now, in future corporate caffeine sessions, I'm actually gonna get really, really specific around strategic planning. I'm gonna bring in some really smart people about this, and so we're gonna get really formal on this, and we will do a session about strategic planning on the business side as well as strategic planning on the mindset and the personal side. Um, but this is super, super important. So couple final notes before I wrap up today. Um, you know, in regards to the recession, this is actually just a part of normal life. Since the Great Depression, there have been 15, maybe now 16 recessions in something like 90 years. That's one almost every six years. And all of you economists and historians, feel free to argue with me that it does not happen in predictable six years. Right. It doesn't, but that is still the number that we have been. This means that it happens frequently in one's adult and adult life and business life. This is a part of normal living in the modern world is these natural ups and downs. They don't have to be pleasant just because they're natural and just because they are quasi predictable doesn't mean you have to like them, but it is part of your everyday, my, your everyday reality. And so just diving into that reality is really, really critical. So might as well start getting good at navigating these this unpredictable right now because it's not going to stop. Even when this one resolves itself, there's going to be one behind it again. That's not depressing, you guys. It's just real because these open up opportunities for you to capitalize on because what's another common mantra about ups and downs? Buy low, sell high, right? Every time there is a recession or a downturn or a surprise, there is an opportunity to find new strength and new opportunities that do not exist when everything's expensive and everything is la-ti-da. There are always opportunities and every single one of us is in a position to capitalize on a different type of opportunity. So it's unhealthy to say, oh, I wish I had tons of extra money in order to buy low and sell high because there are other things that if you focus and you're self-aware enough that you will be able to capitalize on when there is a downturn or a dramatic change. There is inner strength and resources and relationships and scenarios and points of view that are already yours that will help take you to another level only because there is a dip that you can actually leverage and ride to your benefit. So this is super important. Final couple notes, never panic, never panic, right? Again, back to that focus thing. It is time to get thoughtful. It is time to communicate more than you normally do with other people so that you can sharpen your thinking. It is time to learn and pay attention and more importantly, put on your critical thinking skills about what the talking heads are saying versus what you do have control over and what are you going to do about it? Never feel like a victim. Never feel like somebody that's just a punching bag for the world. You're not unless you give that permission. 
And so just make sure that you do not let panic and emotion create a black hole that you fall into. And then the final thing that I will leave you with, and this is business language, but it is across the board true, is that you want to focus on leading indicators instead of lagging indicators. And here's what I mean. A lagging indicator is a number that you cannot change right now, right? So what do I mean? If you step on the scale right now, you cannot change that number right this second. It is what it is. No, you can change your behaviors so that the number in the future is different, but you cannot do anything about that number right this second. What are some other lagging indicators that you cannot do anything with? How much money is in your bank account right this second? Can you make different decisions so that that number changes in the future? Heck yeah, you can, but you can never impact that number in the present in this exact second because it is just a fact of right now. Sales is the same way. By the time you realize what you sold, that is already in the past. That is a final number of everything that you chose to do up to that point. And so focusing on leading indicators, and these are activity metrics, activity metrics, right? So if you're talking about health, you know, activity metrics, how much are you exercising? What are you reading? Are you doing healthy things for your mindset? Are you paying attention to triggers that, you know, set you on the right course or the wrong course? Leading activity metrics are really, really important for sales. How often are you reaching out to people? How thoroughly are you following up with people? Um, how much value are you bringing? Are you pre-planning calls so that you're bringing maximum value? So that type of thing. So there's a lot of leading indicators that you can focus on. And this is true across the board. So um, I hope that helps you guys. We're going to have a whole series on this and onward and upward. As always, you guys, every day brings opportunities. Every day brings things that are going to sharpen you and make you your best self as long as you choose for that to be true. So be prosperous, focus on relationships, focus on connection, focus on meaning, and never ever determine that you do not have something to offer because you are uniquely and perfectly suited to serve other people and for it to drive prosperity for them and for you as well. So onward and upward, you guys. See you next week on Corporate Caffeine. Bye-bye.